Welcome everyone to Gavin with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show, Binge with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I'm also a big fan of the internet cooking show, Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a, is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the film from food and television. <laughs> We're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 244, baby. But first, Johnny... Do you smell toast? Do you need me to call 911? Are you okay? I am on very little sleep. (laughs) Oof. How are you, bud? I'm tired, is what I'm learning in the last 30 seconds of my life. I would love to say I can't tell, but man, it's coming through pretty strong. Well, I got back. I was in Austin, Texas over the weekend. I got back last night around one something, and we had the slowest cab driver that I've ever had in my life. He drove under the speed limit the entire way home at 1.30 in the morning with no traffic. It was infuriating. Yeah. See, that is tough. At 1.30 in the morning, that's brutal. Any other time of the day, I would take a slow cab driver over a fast cab driver because fast cab drivers have provided me some of the scariest moments of my entire life. But when you just want to get home and there's no traffic and there's no reason to be going slow, I yeah, that's a nightmare. My man was slowing down at green lights. <laughs> it was crazy. How are you? Uh, I'm doing all right, Johnny. Doing just fine. Uh, I'm glad that we've gotten together to once and for all solve the Israel-Palestine conflict. I think we're going to do it today (laughs) in the next 35 minutes. If you just listen to my six-point plan, everyone will come out completely happy. Oh, man. What a mess. What a (laughs) mess. You said it, bud. Uh, I'm I, like I can't even begin to think how I would like craft a joke about this. <laughs> that, I, that, I, I completely agreed. Honestly, Johnny, you saying what a mess is the perfect response, and that's all that needs to be said about it. Um, did you just hear an electronic uh, person lower their desk? It could be anyone. Who do you think it was? <laughs> uh, I'm betting it's our guest, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome Mr. Joe Strix. Five state solution. Can you just add more. I think it's sort of like, let's just keep adding things to it. I think you're onto something there. Listen, that is a, that's a very creative... I would describe that coming from someone who is creative, experienced, driven, articulate, and genial beyond compare. Stop. I don't want to do this. <laughs> I, I, I'm about to leave the call and cancel the episode. <laughs> Joe Strix's LinkedIn page, everybody. Don't Joey made do the big-time mistake of right before we're getting on telling us something about his LinkedIn profile. And boy, oh boy, is it on my screen right now. <laughs> Sebastian Daniel Sibby Sisti, born July 26, 1920, died April 24, 2006. American Major League Baseball utility player with a career batting average of 244. We love it. 244, and that's like us. Now, uh, Joey, thank you for being here. What was here. his name again? Sibian? <laughs> Sebastian. Uh, Johnny, thank you for having me. Uh, Sebastian Daniel, quote, Sibby, S-I-B-B-Y, Sisti. So, Sibby Sisti, S-I-S-T-I. Fun thing that I read while uh, obviously doing research hours and hours ago, definitely not right before this. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. In 1948, Sisti uh, played a key role in the club's run to the World Series. He played for the, uh, at the time, what, Boston Braves? Whatever. Um, That That would be Red Sox. No, they were the Braves, and then they were the Milwaukee Braves. I think you're thinking of the Red Sox. Guys? In the in 48, they would almost Guys, certainly have been the Red there Sox. There was a then. different team there. There were two teams in Boston? For a couple years. What? Okay. 
1948, Sisti played a key role in the club's run to the World Series, filling in for injured second baseman Eddie Stanky. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think there was a time where you just, if you were going to be a baseball player, you needed to have a fun name? Yeah, 100%. I mean, listen, Sisti was a first cousin of Dan Carnavale, (laughs) a minor league manager. I think I think if you're a baseball guy in a baseball family, y'all got weird fucking stupid names. Well, well I, I didn't need any backup there, so thank you. No, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were doing great all by yourself. <laughs> I was I was investigating the Boston Braves. I'm I'm flabbergasted. I had no idea that there were two teams in Boston. Can you imagine that tiny shit town supporting two teams? <laughs> the fuck out of my face. Here's the there thing: we are. The, the Boston Braves went to Milwaukee and then to Atlanta. So. So that it's a really it's a shared racism across their history. <laughs> <laughs> they just went. They were like Johnny Appleseed of racism, yeah. just bringing it around imagine, the country wherever they went. Imagine a tomahawk chop with a Boston accent. Yuck! Oh boy! Ah ah ah! That was my best oh. impression. <laughs> <Harvard>. <laughs> kid. Uh, anyhow, that's my contribution to the baseball portion of the pod. Excellent. Well, I'm glad we moved on to base. It is the baseball playoffs right now, which is a fun time. Yeah. Are the Detroit Tigers in? No, don't care. <laughs> uh, this weekend, I watched some of the baseball, and that's what we call it, the baseball. We do call and it And my brother and I, because I was seeing my family, made a list of every uh, place that we would like to go. If, if the World Series was happening in a specific city... If we would go to that city to watch the World Series there, uh, Detroit got a pass from us. You're missing out on some Johnny. You're missing out on some good hot dogs. Oh yeah, I mean I believe it. You come to Detroit uh, for the I don't know dilapidation that is slowly but surely going away. I have been to a I have been to a Detroit uh, Tiger game. Yes, and you stay for the hot dogs. That's it's right. Michigan's chief export. Do enjoy a good hot dog. Uh, uh, what, have you boys what, been eating anything good lately? Uh, yeah, I had a I had a fun weekend. Um, some friends came to town, and we went to a what is for all intents and purposes, it was just a grocery store, but it was like a grocery store that like played themselves up for fall and had a wildly expansive uh, baked goods section, and we bought Ooh. some. Uh, we bought what did we get? We got uh, apple. Oh my god, I can't apple Danish, chocolate Danish. This like apple Danish ring type thing, um, and then four small, basically like uh, what are the just like small pies, like personal tester pies, basically. Um, and it was unbelievable. I've I've eaten like an animal over the last um, over the last weekend. It was it was it was awesome. As a as a man currently on a diet where I can't have any of those things, it was it was violence for you to say that to me. And now you know what? Six state solution. I'm just gonna keep adding them. <laughs> I would love to chart your Danish consumption over the course of your life because it would just be a skyrocket over the last. <laughs> it would be completely flat for 34 years, yeah. and then two months into the 34th year of my life, it would be a straight up. It looks like those, what are they, buttes or plateaus out in the middle of like the Australian desert where it's just a, a giant rock outcropping out of yes, nowhere. <laughs> exactly. I, I mean, I, I slid off of them for a few months there, but I'm back on the Danish train, baby. Man, Danish is good. And the wheels on a Danish train are made of clogs. Pretty fun. <laughs> 
how's your hunger strike going, Joey? Are you, how you're doing? How's the how's mental? My <laughs> Listen, I will not rest until there is a seven-state solution in place. <laughs> <laughs> not a morsel of food will I eat until we have eight countries in that one small space of different religions, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Shinto, you're next. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to keep digging this hole. <laughs> Uh, it's going very well, actually. I am, uh, down some weight. Um, I've had moments, but I'm a man. All right. You have weaknesses. <laughs> I have weaknesses, but, uh, it's been mostly fine. We did like a slight tweak on it this weekend cause my parents were in town. So we took them to uh barbecue one night and barbecue is largely, you know, can be fairly whole 30, like compliant, but like we also got, um, uh, pimento cheese with fried saltines for dipping. So like, wasn't wasn't all the way there that night. But most of the rest of it's been great. We've eaten a lot of steak and we did chicken skewers and um, and I made a really good chick um, uh, turkey chili. So we're doing all right. It's an, I'm it. enjoying it. Most excellent. How about you, Johnny? I was in Austin, Texas this weekend, ah. and uh, mostly it was you know time with my family. Mostly we were just in an Airbnb and cooked. Nothing crazy, but yeah. on the way out of town, we went to a barbecue place called Opie's Barbecue, and it was great. It was really, really good, and it felt very like everything was wood, wooden tables and wooden chairs, and it felt very much like what you want a barbecue place to look and feel like. Do you think they would pass the test to get their barbecue license? Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Yes. Okay, good. No, good. this is like if you, uh, this felt like a fictional version of what a barbecue place is supposed to be. <laughs> What did we get? Um, I had some jalapeno cheddar sausage, some pork ribs. I had a little bit of other people's brisket, some smoked okay. chicken. Okay. Uh, we had a tater tot casserole. Damn. Hell that yeah. That was really good. Uh, Is it just like a crazy cheesy based thing? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Imagine tater tots and cheese just mixed together and then became like Fucked, a mush. Yeah. Have you ever had, it feels very similar, to, have you ever had a hash brown casserole? Yeah, yeah, very similar to this. Uh, delicious. Uh, and then, like, in the middle, there was just a big island with uh, pickles, onions, pinto beans, butter beans, bread. And you could just take as much as you wanted. It was great. It was really, Is really butter good. butter bean okay? Remember yes. from Jackass? That's right. <laughs> uh, uh, fantastic. Yeah, it was very, very, very good. Um, yeah, that's all. That's all I got. Great. Uh, and, and a great time in, in the Windy City, Texas. The Windy baby. City, Austin, Texas. <laughs> we only lost one of my brother's children for maybe 10 minutes. <laughs> okay. Hey, Johnny. What was he doing? No, he was you just, you he was conveyed one- this to us, uh, and it sort of boggles my mind, but it also, <laughs> I also, my favorite part of the story is you were like, we got in the car, and somebody asked, where's Michael? And he wasn't there. And like, that's right. It just kind of shows you're not. That means you weren't looking out for your brother there. You weren't really playing. You know who defense. else wasn't looking out for my brother? My other brother, his wife, <laughs> my parents. Yeah. No, this is a whole web of failure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this, yeah. yeah this is very where everyone everyone thinks the next guy is going to handle it's it. It's exactly but, right. But, yeah. This is a Kitty Genovese situation. Yeah, I mean, quite literally, you played how <laughs> you played out. To scenes from multiple Home Alone movies where where people pass a bag <laughs> very, between yeah, each other. Yeah, that's right. That could have been fun when my brother's like, has anyone seen Michael? And I just went, Kevin! That would have been a fun <laughs> bit. Um, was, was he doing any cool shit 
while still yeah, lost. No, nah, he was just wandering in the field. He was pretty happy. He he didn't realize he was lost yet. Man, <laughs> that's good. Oh, what it's a very good. Yeah. Time and a child. And I just life. went, "Hey, buddy, let's walk this way." He said, "Okay." <laughs> and you didn't have to. He didn't cause any scenes. He's comfortable with you. Uh, that you, you didn't have to be like... He no, if if it had been a slightly different situation, if this two-year-old had been like crying and they see me run up and be like, no, no, I'm his uncle. Like, that doesn't... Yeah. <laughs> That's, I, I, I imagined that would be worst-case yeah. scenario for you. Just... <laughs> You know, it was a, in a it was in a pumpkin patch with like tons of kids and families. So like it was a pretty like it oh, was so a, it was easy pickings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Johnny, you were sniping. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was like shooting fish in a barrel out there, dog. Just just stick out your arm and get one. No, because he yeah, that would yeah. Sorry, yes, yes, me agreeing yes, with and. the bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall, very nice Texas weekend. Ate a lot of ice cream, drank a lot of wine. I feel very unhealthy right now. <laughs> Hell yeah. Any ice cream highlights? Uh, there was one that was, I forget the brand, but it was cookies and cream with cookie dough in it. Jesus Christ. It's pretty good. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a, I had never had that that's before. That's a combination that, yeah, I've never heard of that kind of makes a lot of sense. Yes. I feel like I've had it recently because I feel that sounds familiar and I wish I could remember what brand it was that we had. But As I was eating, I was like, yeah, of course. Like yeah. It made sense. Two great mm-hmm. tastes that have no reason not to taste great together. No, and they <laughs> became best allies. of friends. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, part um, of part of ideally my ten state solution. Okay, uh, there it was. I'm like I'm like I heard allies. I'm like oh it's coming. <laughs> um, I'm excited, Johnny. That reminds me of something that I have sitting in my fridge currently. Is that Ben and Jerry's came out with a churro ice cream that I truly cannot wait to try. Intriguing. And I am did very you, excited. James, it's like a buttery you? cinnamon. Ice cream with chunks of churros in it. Did you intentionally say churruli, like tr- like churro ice cream and churruli? Because that that would be a fun thing yes, if you meant to do that. I did. Cool. I, did. I am a genius. I and did you mean face. to pour black cherry truly all over that churro ice cream? Yeah, that would be <laughs> yeah, fun. It comes duct. It comes duct taped to it so that you can just pour it on top. <laughs> yeah, it's. Well, you most... really pronounced the du- the T in duct taped there. Because it's ducks. I mean, you are correct, but like, it's most people don't go that hard on the T. Yeah, most people are dumb, John. I don't know if you've ever realized. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the world, Johnny. It's a lot of dumb people yeah. out there. Yeah, it's filled uh, to the brim. Let's yeah. try to be a little better. And to be fair, you can all another acceptable pronunciation: duct ape. Okay, two, the <laughs> the two light right things to say, not duct tape. Mm-hmm. Duct. Joe's correct. Ape. I think we've really solved it. Yeah. Um, should we talk about The Simpsons, a show that we've done on this podcast, I think, 342 times? Yeah, why not? It's still uh, going on. The Simpsons is an animated program. <laughs> Correct. Uh, I'm, I'm doing I'm doing the, uh, what's his name from Carson J. You are correct, sir. And I'm, and I'm sort of standing up and applauding you for that. You know what's crazy? Homer Simpson works in like a power plant and has kids and a home and he can afford it. Yeah. Like America, you know. Stay at home. In a time a, gone by. A very bizarre time capsule of 19, whatever, 89 when it started. <laughs> when a guy could just work at a power plant Ugh, and be a fucking the, idiot. The good old days. Yeah. Uh, we don't need to talk about The Simpsons. It's a good show that was a good show and now could be a good show. Who knows? I've never seen yeah. it in the last no one's decade. Seen, no one's seen it in 10 years. I haven't watched in 15, 15 to 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> My gut tells me no, but maybe it is. Who knows? We shan't say. There's no way. 
there's literally no way for us to know. Uh, <laughs> but what we're making today from it is a uh, a evil villain's chocolate eclair meant That's to correct. kill Homer Simpson. Uh, and then Babish decides to make normal eclairs and then makes a big one. <laughs> uh, they look good. Chocolate bizarrely, eclairs oh, look like a lot of work. It was bizarrely cutting, Johnny. Well done. Well, no, yeah. I mean, he didn't. Even the big one he made didn't even look that big. But um, it looked similar which, to the size from the Simpsons clip. I actually think he did it justice. Um, yeah. I'll give where you that. do we stand on eclairs? It's never going to be my first choice, but if it's there, I'll have one. But like, I, eh. yeah, I wouldn't even say it's not even going to be my tenth choice. Like, I wouldn't eat. I, the only time I eat an eclair, an eclair is kind of like three weeks after. Uh, Halloween when you're scraping the bottom of your candy bag and all that's left are like the almond Tootsie joys rolls. or the yeah the yeah and you're like I mean I guess I'll eat it that's how I feel about when you go to like a, a a donut box and you're excited about a donut and all that's left is the eclair and you're like all right well I'm gonna fill this hole somehow so let me just crush this eclair really quick I um, think the bar between a bad eclair and a good eclair, I think like the distance is pretty it's large. Pretty it's a it's a chasm. Like you're in France, you're in a patisserie, and there's an eclair, a good looking eclair. I bet yeah. that is a thousand times better than. I I would agree, but at the same time, there are in that same patisserie, there are probably nine hundred other pastries that I uh, want to try and are more delicious than that. Eclair. So I'm, I pulled up a few options. Just like I'm, these are the things that I feel like you see. You're looking at like a patisserie. You're seeing all like the French pastry options. These you're probably, you're gonna run into obviously like a pan au chocolat. You're gonna run into eclair. The goat. You're gonna run into uh, Madeleine and a financier. Like both kind of spongy little delights. By the way, if you ever have a Madeleine that has like some a little bit of lemon or maybe some Nutella in it, oh. Um, you're gonna run from, into Emmanuel Macron. You're gonna run into Emmanuel Macron. Emmanuel macarons. Uh, Tarte Normand, Galette de Bois, Bouche de Noel, which I feel like I want to like, but is probably going to be full of some weird stuff. That's their it's like a, Swiss it's roll. A Christmas, it's a Christmas log. Right. Uh, a Tarte au chocolat, uh, a Pan au raisins. That's going to be bel- that's going to be the lowest on the list for me. I think. Yeah, those are those are not my favorite. Those are not the best. Um, I, I also I think I think I'm also thrown by an eclair that has cream on top. Yeah, get that out of my face. Just give me the plain <laughs> eclair. What if? See, here's where I, I I I will go for maybe like an Americanized eclair where instead of cream there it's just frosting. That could, that would. Be I don't nice think for that's me. pretty typical. I think like if you like look at an eclair, I don't think a ton of them are gonna have Chantilly cream on them. I think that was no, a Simpsons correct. thing. Yeah, but I'm just saying um, if you want to if you want to jazz it up, uh, smear you know funfetti ice, icing on it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I think I, think also, I feel pretty neutral about an eclair. I think I would enjoy a good one, but I don't think I would ever go out of my way. I think we're pretty aligned yeah, there. I would agree on that. I yeah. think I always just want it to be a donut, yes. and it's not a donut. Because shoe pastry, <laughs> it, it has nothing. There's nothing. There's, it's it's light. not sugar. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a vehicle, but it's, it's usually a vehicle for something that is like, you know, nuanced and not the sugar <laughs> buzz that I'm looking for. Yeah. Uh, it's not for me. Yeah, it's where it's really it's it's the it's the kind of foofy cousin to the king, which is you know a glazed stick. 
<laughs> I just, Joe, I just love you going to Paris and being like, excuse me, do you guys have glazed donut sticks? Just going just going from patisserie to patisserie. Joey, which would you rather have? glazed donut a, sticks. An eclair from a French patisserie or a donut stick from an American gas station? Uh, can it be the donut stick from the breakfast cart outside of uh, my old office? Cause I'm going to go that. with yes. <laughs> yeah, that's the one I want. <laughs> That's what I. That's what I love to hear is consistency the in a mar- person. The marble, the marble glazed stick from that guy, whose name escapes me, even though I talk to him. I'm gonna say three times a week for maybe three years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love uh, it. Anyhow, um, yeah. So Babish makes a shoe pastry. Uh, he has some difficulties with his oven getting the temp right, but he gets it eventually. And then he makes a pastry cream which takes a long time as well. And then he yes. makes a uh, chocolate glaze. Then he makes a Chantilly cream. And there we have an eclair. And it was like, wow, this is a lot of steps for something that probably is pretty good. Yeah. I, I think ultimately yeah. the thing is worth a bite. It seems it seems tasty. But again, I think this like, is the type of thing that it's like, if you were to cook every time you wanted a dessert... You would not have dessert that often because it's so labor intensive and the right. amount of work that it would take. If you only ate desserts that you made, I think you'd be in pretty good shape. I, I would be I would be 160 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would be in the exact same. I would be so ripped. You guys would be uncomfortable looking at me. That's how. But thank God we don't live in that world. Yeah. And I can go to Wawa yeah. and get two cinnamon rolls and microwave them for 30 seconds and be in heaven, <laughs> which know, I was last night. It was amazing. You know who makes my desserts for me, Johnny, is a small Deborah. all right? <laughs> <laughs> and she's great to me. <laughs> I don't know who Enten Men is, yeah. but I want to shake his hand. Yeah, all, all of them. All of the You're Enten Men. you Paul Enten <laughs> Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know. Uh, and then the big one he makes, it was bigger. <laughs> it wasn't that big. Yeah. I know you said he did it justice, but in in my mind on the like show, that photo, sized. yeah, it was like it like was half of a table. It was. He said it had a million calories. There's no way you could pack that into a tiny little thing. Yeah, you want yeah, you want to see uh, like a football a football size is is getting there, right? Like, yeah, I want a rugby ball. That's what I want. <laughs> a watermelon. Sure. Yep. <laughs> now we're getting there. Yeah. Now we're, we're we're really honing in. On a, it. One of those uh, award-winning squash you see at the state fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to be award-winning squash, what a dream that would be. <laughs> would you rather be a, a zero award-winning person or a one award-winning squash? <laughs> I can never win an award for anything. No, you don't. You never win an award. You you, oh, you live an unremarkable life as a person. <laughs> but is this squash like? Am I the best? Like, can I keep going up the rankings? And like, am I going to win no, no, every no. squash? You win exactly one award. You're be dead in three weeks, yeah. John. The life <laughs> of a squash. It's 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 a real rocket, right? You 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 fly fast, you burn bright, and then you die out. <laughs> I don't know. It still feels like a tough choice to me. <laughs> The, your only remarkable accomplishment, if you're the person in the scenario, is, is you get a bite of the award-winning squash. <laughs> That's your go-to story for the rest of your yeah. life. I had a ravioli that had the the blue ribbon squash in it. Okay. <laughs> I love that you don't even get 
DeSantis see the squash? It's in a ravioli. It's chopped up and put into yeah. a ravioli. And you didn't get to see it happen. You you just have to yeah, take the chef You just have to go on word. faith that the squash you just ate is... God. The and the rest of your life is so fucking boring. <laughs> Man, I'm having a lot of fun imagining the fucking lamest guy in the world. <laughs> have you heard... Have you heard have you heard Kevin's ravioli story? <laughs> it's his only one. Uh, I'm picturing like an energy oh vampire from what we do in the shadows. Have you guys seen that show? Nope. No. It being spooky season, I can I would highly recommend it. It's so goddamn funny. I know I've probably eschewed it on here before. Or no. What's the word where you're trying to sell something? Um shoot. Uh, you're thinking of uh, proselytized. proselytized. Yes. Whoa! That. Look at us coming up with the same meld. word. Wow! Very good. Anyhow, we made a connection. Yeah. Um, the point is, I would love to eat this, and I would love to eat anything that is sugary or bread at the moment. And neither <laughs> of those things are possible. <laughs> um, the dark chocolate that he used in the like the nice version. Yeah. That looked like the darkest chocolate I've ever seen in my entire. When he put the knife to it, it like shattered almost. It like crumbled yeah. in a way. He that said was it was hundred percent dark chocolate, so it was just like bitter. Yeah, That's wild. It, it looked it looked like that pure. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, visually it did the job yeah. very well. It uh, it also said uh, he added extra Dutch cocoa powder to it. How do you get he extra sure Dutch? You know what I mean? 100, 100, I'm 115% Dutch on my mom's side. Very good. I got more. I got more Dutch than you can have. Um, he did introduce something that I think would take an eclair way, way up. Um, because he made it to make it deadly. Mm-hmm. He introduced banana into the cream filling, and if you filled an eclair with banana cream pudding, that seems pretty I would, awesome. I would destroy eclairs. Yeah. And then add a couple, like crumble some Nilla wafers onto the Chantilly cream, maybe. Ooh. You know, now we're cooking. Just make it a banana cream uh, vehicle. Yes. Yeah. And honestly, don't even need, Joe, you can keep the cream on top. Just the Nilla wafers into the chocolate there you go. on top. I mean, baby. it's not that yeah. different. Like, Vanilla, like banana uh, pudding is just vanilla pudding with bananas in it. I know, but I don't. I'm thinking back to all the eclairs I've never had. They they don't. The cream in the middle doesn't come off like as heavily vanilla as banana cream pudding does. Yeah, it's artificial, baby. Uh, yeah, what give me that artificial stuff, what, baby. What this is sparking in my mind is is taking the sort of classic, generally light, generally sort of artisanal French pastries and trying to just really Americanize them into into the, you know, sitting bricks of sugar and fat that they could be. You know what I mean? Like take a like essentially what is an Oreo but but an American macaron. You know what I mean? <laughs> we took the macaron and perfected it. We took it yeah, and made, made it, it so we made much it better. Way better. Yeah. Uh, who needs light and airy when when you could have just a thick disc of cream, mm-hmm. excuse me, creme. <laughs> <laughs> it is not. It is not technically cream. Uh, I don't know. Can't no. legally call it cream. Now I'm gonna try and think of other ones. Uh, back to you guys. <laughs> um. Yeah. Overall, I thought this was a fun app. Nothing too crazy. 
but I yeah, enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was very good. It was fun. Um, is a funny clip that this is based on. Um, I think shoe pastry yeah, reaching reaching for the photo. Yeah, yeah. I think shoe pastry looks like more trouble than it's worth, generally speaking. And I think yeah, this this is just another in a long line of things I will never even come close to thinking about making. Like, it makes me think of the Great British Bake Off. I was gonna say every time they have to do shoe on Great British Bake Off, it's everyone's like least favorite week. Oh, it um, didn't come out, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's what they would say. Yeah, Johnny, that mm-hmm. was great. Thank you. Yeah, you nailed it. Ooh, did you that's guys what know they that all sound like there, there's a dessert called a Paris a dessert called a Paris breast? What? P- B-R-E-S-T. I think I did know oh, this. Oh, boo. It is a ring-shaped shoe pastry with nutty praline cream in the center and a powdered sugar dusting on top. Sounds good. Sounds pretty fucking good. Uh, okay. I, yeah, and then I could take or leave meal foy. Now I'm just scrolling through French pastries. I'm done. <laughs> uh, do we have any correspondence? Nope. like the podcast uh please like and subscribe give us those five star reviews if you want to follow us for more content we're giving back on instagram if you want to send us emails your questions comments queries concerns send those to having a fetish at gmail.com okay bye gang gang bye Beat me <laughs> <laughs>